Welcome to the Raven Precision Podcast. I am Don Bruins, your host. I am joined today by some of our team from Raven Europe to talk about the advanced features of our CRX field computer software. I thank them for taking the time to join us and talking about these advanced features and for doing so in English, their second or maybe third spoken language. Most days it's a challenge for me to get my thoughts out in my native language. I appreciate their ability to speak with us today. So let's get to the conversation. Yep, so right. Ty Jesseling here from Raven Europe, um, um, working on the sales side, uh, responsible for the sales in Western Europe. This is Yip Anla, and I'm working on the CRX software. We try to make it uh, uh, as much uh, what the customers like to have in the field. Yep, and I'm Maurice Holbrecht, the engineering manager at Raven Europe. All right. Well, guys, welcome, and I appreciate you taking the time today. I don't know if you've had the opportunity, but one of the things we talked about here in our last podcast, we talked about the CRX being a good entry-level software with our CR7 running the CRX software as a good entry-level product that kind of gets people started in the precision market. But what I really wanted to talk to you guys about is I know that you guys use our CR12, the bigger model, the 12-inch model. You've got a lot of advanced features that uh, CRX does. It's one of them that you promote a lot in Europe and we really work through and do a, do a lot of customer pieces that are really high-end focused for the capabilities. And I think worldwide, that's a market. It's a, in the U.S. or North America. We haven't promoted it as we should. So I'd like to talk a bit more about that. Plus, hopefully this is a, a good way to introduce some of your customers to our podcast and maybe uh, give them an opportunity to understand some of the things that we do and talk about here on the, the podcast. But I'm going to pass the things over to you guys and let you have the conversation. And I'll try not to interrupt you too much here with my babblings here, guys. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah, thank, thanks, Don. So uh, probably I can kick that quickly off and, uh, and you guys can be uh, get into that a bit more uh, um, in details on the technical side. Um, so CRX is indeed uh, uh, nowadays very advanced, uh, Don. So uh, don't look at it as, a, as the, I know you guys in North America like the, uh, like the ROS and the different software, but basically uh, we are and Maurice's team and, and specifically EAP is developing uh, uh, um, the software. We're li really listening, like back in the days, listening to our customers and, uh, and, and walk them through the needs. Um, our market is completely different um, over there than uh, than over there in North America. So the CRX fo uh, software is also really, instead of job-focused, way more field-focused, as we call it. So we are looking very much, not specifically on a very efficient job in the field, but we're looking at a very efficient way of uh, planting and, uh, um, yeah, coming back uh, line over line field-focused software, which is basically the, the CRX software. Yeah, really, really is, the, is the centrum of all of that. Um, yeah, CRX, we call it CRX because it's also scalable. So we can run the exact same software on the CR7 as well as on the CR12. So the customer can have a small screen running next to a big screen and is able to do the almost the exact same functionalities as long, uh, yeah, we, we take out some functionalities on the CR7 uh, because, for example, ISO split screen, 
grid and some uh, some more specific functionality where we think you need a bigger screen to get the real customer experience. Uh, we, we took that out basically on the on the CR7, but it's then fully capable on the CR12. Next to that, all the data can be transferred between multiple uh, machines. Yeah, but uh, we'll talk probably a bit more later on that. Uh, yeah, what, what I'm trying to say there is is the software is really built to be field focused and uh, efficient. And what we like to do, uh, or basically what, what we ask our customers to do is record a field boundary. The boundary can there be for years or 10, 20 years, for example. Then we ask them to uh, create one and the same operation line. And for that year, that will be like a crop plan. For that year, these lines will be there. As for each do- job, they come actually there. So they load these lines and, and with that, they can go over the exact same line with the exact same um, uh, line shift, basically, to get the real control traffic farming. So we try to focus plenty time on that because that will get our customers also in a higher accurate level on steering where you probably know us from back in the days, Don, uh, um, uh, but yeah. we were very focused on the implement guidance. So not to only steer the tractor, but also the implements. And uh, yeah, for that, you can steer very accurate. But if you need to record your line over and over again, uh, you will make errors on, uh, on, the, on the shift of the line, which will get you in the end inaccurate again. So basically, we are very much focused on the accuracy on how to, um, how to record the field boundary but also where we actually load the certain lines and uh, and and that's with that operation plan so each so operation the, all the yeah, operation go ahead. sorry plan. about that explain operations planning i think maybe that's what you're going to get into here cuz i yep. sorry to interrupt but uh, yep. i had a pause there so i jumped in sorry guys <laughs> yeah no problem yeah so the operation planning is what you do after you recorded the field once once you recorded the field you know uh, well, this is my field, and now I want to uh, put all the lines in it I want to drive. So uh, once you uh, go into the operation planning, you can choose the lines you want to select for driving and planting the crops or uh, spraying the crops. And then you can also put in your headlands where you want the machines to stop working. For example, if you have a sprayer and you have um, some headlands where you have no crops and want to turn. The uh, sprayer will stop spraying at the headland, and then you can have the, you can make the turn, and then you drive into the field again. So this is uh, what you do in the operation planning. And you can also use the same tracks uh, for planting the planting the crops, and then uh, also. Uh, place some extra spacing between the uh, rows where you want to drive with your uh, sprayer. Yeah, so, so the additional tram line track. So basically, if you have a pull-type sprayer, which we, which is pretty common, um, the pull-type sprayer might have bigger or wider tracks. So you need to have some additional spacing around that, that sprayer track, so the tram line. Um, so, so there is that possibility in the operation plan to put that line in there and um, when you come back for multiple times spraying, you can easily find that line and uh, and still have the space there, with the exact same lines over and over again. Yep. Uh, and probably something new to some of it. You mentioned a lot of our customers are familiar with Ross here. 
but the CRX, this is something that they're, they don't have to do in the field. They're going to do this uh, ahead of time and they can do this. That's why it's called planning, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So this is indeed something basically you plan when you start your soil preparation and, um, yeah, you, you do the pre-plan basically. So before you start uh, planting your, uh, uh, or, uh, yeah, planting or seeding your onions or planting your potatoes, you will start to add all these lines and get them to the specific spots where you want them. And then you start planting that whole field to exactly match your sprayer tracks, um, um, uh, how to cover. Around the fields over here, we have a lot of trees, for example. So you want to have your sprayer track within your field. Uh, so you can easily add one or delete one. Uh, it will shift accordingly. And then basically, um, while planting, you will get that extra space for your uh, for your additional tracks. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and then probably also the combination on the, for for headlands. There's some uh, some nice things we added to that. So basically, when you have your uh, contour boundary, you can easily add the headlands, like you uh, just said. Yep. Um, nice thing there is that we now also can get an audible alarm, for example, on that. Um, we have some lines for in in Kazakhstan, where a field might be like nine kilometers long. So while you're driving there, you might want to uh, give the give the uh, the driver an alarm hey we're almost close by wake up so uh these are some nice things uh which are in the end easy to add but uh, yeah that's some customer feedback um we're getting and uh, and we're able to add that very dynamically i think uh, with our customers which is awesome so yeah well, it's important the good customer feedback there to get woke up a little bit of coming to the end so it makes sense <laughs> yeah also a fun thing there is probably if you uh, you did a a big portion of that development but nowadays uh, so normally uh, you can record contour boundaries and in a lot of software there is uh, where you can shift your antenna to the side but in the end a customer always is driving with his tractor around the field and then you want to have him exactly measure that specific spot in the field in the corner so you actually want to have a shift to the fourth uh, to, to fourth the, the the forward of the tractor as well so to the front of the tractor as well um, so yeah, we added that to uh, to the measurement points. Yeah, so we uh, very uh, we try to make the the side of the field straight, and then we can change the recording point to the exact place of the machine where we want to say this is my uh, starting point and this is my ending point of one side of the field. And then if you can go uh, down the field the other side, then you can also make an exact straight line on that part. This uh, this helps the customer to uh, create straight fields and optimize the the usage of the field and the the yeah, usability of driving the machine straight. The accuracy there, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, that makes no. a lot of sense. I know that was a one of the things they'd heard in some other mapping capabilities where well the corners always look rounded because I can't back up. Well that that makes you solve that problem out there with that mapping function great yeah yeah some good stuff there yeah combined with uh, to talk a bit to that i think the crop registration uh, we added something in there so um there is already a great um re registration tool i think in ros to uh, to connect your tank fill mixes and all that kind of stuff um but that's basically to the as apply job Within uh, CRX, we nowadays can also record uh, uh, yeah, a full crop registration, 
where you can change over varieties within a, a specific uh, a piece. As you guys probably hear and know, uh, we're here from the Netherlands, so the Dutchies love the tulips down here. And these tulip fields are planted with uh, multiple, uh, multiple varieties. So uh, you have a lot of colors in there. Um, something nice which we had before and now also is implemented in the CRX software is, is the actual recording of that. Um, it's, it's a portion of the heat maps, as we call it. So we can uh, color a lot of nice things in, uh, in the software. Uh, but connected to that, we can also uh, uh, record the specific varieties of, uh, for example, tulips, potatoes, and these kind of things. So um, after that, the customer can export it. Probably you can tell a bit more about that. Uh, yep. So uh, all the all the registration you have been doing, you can check in the terminal, of course, and also uh, you can export it to a, a separate um, uh, PC software where you can. Uh, afterwards check what you have been doing so you get the exact uh, length and the exact um, area of what you have planted or seeded depending on what you uh, want to record and then you can use that later on to when you get back to the field you can see what you have been doing so um, if you want to harvest your uh, your uh, plants you can see what what uh, where do I need to stop uh, to uh, prevent two priorities uh, mixing together? So this is, uh, yeah, this is a system. Well, it comes from the tulips, and I think it will be introduced more and more to, for example, potatoes when uh, you try to uh, uh, breed different species. Well, this is something uh, that helps you. Uh, Yep. yep, on both the harvesting side, but also uh, uh, spraying or basically the, the normal maintenance uh, you're doing. Yep, no, for sure. And uh, yeah, with that, we can record speed, altitude, but also the direction. Eh? Yeah, so, the direction you have driven, so you can always uh, drive the same uh, same way, which uh, can be helpful in, in different uh, crops. But also for uh, spraying, you want to spray in you have a certain pattern to spray because it makes you easier uh, to make the turns. You don't have to uh, turn it all the way around so you will mess up your crops again. And this also helps you in, in, in that uh, situation. Yeah, and that, that basically also connects to the precision, eh? because if you're seeding, there's always a slight offset between the planter and the tractor. It might always be offset from the center. Um, or there is some kind of plant of feed which was one one centimeter, so half an inch um, uh, offset. So basically, you want to, if you go back with your cultivator, you want to drive the exact same direction, so you will not have an issue with these offsets or or seeding errors, basically. So this gets you also again to the next uh, next accuracy where we can start weeding two centimeters or one centimeters next to the plant to the roots and uh, yeah that's a great thing combined with uh, with CRX where we fully support the implement guidance as well internally so drive on one line um, uh, or add one line from your operation plan and then come back uh, back for the multiple jobs and operations uh, over and over again. Uh, I think that's a, there's a lot of good information in that uh, last bit there because the Crop registry is uh, important for all crops. Uh, as farmers do their mapping of different hybrids, varieties, it's 
interesting for me to hear about the tulip colors and the things. I've seen some of those maps that you guys have shared. It's uh, very, uh, very colorful, but it's not probably as, as colorful as the fields we'd like to see uh, yeah. once they're up and uh, flowering out there. But no, that's great. And accuracy, um, accuracy of steering is uh, amazing with the videos you guys have uh, showing uh, of the, doing the weeding and stuff. Uh, I know Implement Steer is a, a big push for us here in the near future. And understanding those uh, bits and pieces is going to be very important for us and our customers as we start uh, utilizing the efficiencies of uh, the tillage and uh, the you know, implement steering with the planters. So great. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah, anything more to say there? I think uh, Isobus is pretty important for us as uh, we did a yep. great job uh, from back in the days. Uh, our engineering team, I think uh, we have chosen for the modularity, if that even is an English word, but uh, uh, the, the modularity to basically... Yeah, that's uh, good enough. <laughs> okay, good enough. Good, good. Uh, so yep. um, uh, where, we, where we can uh, connect an RS1 to our screen. So um, for steering and GPS accuracy, our screens are, are basically pretty stupid. Um, they can do a lot with lines, but not with uh, with the real steering. That's all taken care of by our uh, our great RS1 um, and, and our uh, SE1. Um, nice thing of the SE1 is that you can connect it to any receiver. So uh, probably you already made some podcast on that as well, uh, Don. But but yeah, we utilize that here also for the implement guidance portion, where we can connect to the Pro 700, for example, start steering, uh, make an AB line on the on the Pro 700, and have the SC1 uh, uh, on the implement. So that's something uh, where we extensively uh, worked on. But yeah, that's not a portion of CRX because the great thing there is that uh, that it's all uh, a project on its own and in a separate software. Nevertheless, um, I think the ISOBUS basically within CRX, it's becoming more and more uh, important. Um, so we can do with the CR12, the split screen, as I mentioned before, that's not supported on the CR7. But the great thing also within CRX is that we have these uh, widgets. So um, um, the work with the widgets is similar to ROS, um, but you can set up the, the screen for every customer as hard, but also as simple as you want it to be. So basically where you are uh, planting, you want to show your crop registration widget, uh, widget. Um, you want to show your turnaround, you want to show uh, your AB line shift, whatever. And then basically I always tell the farmers, uh, if you put your father from uh, 65 years old on your tractor, you want to have one big go button in the center of the screen and uh, you don't want him to touch anything yep. else. So uh, the possibility is there as well to make it as easy as possible. Um, but yeah, um, connected to that, there is a lot of uh, implements out there uh, where we need to tie into. All of them are getting more and more isopus. So uh, uh, yeah. yeah, we do a great job on utilizing the, the ISO machines there. And nowadays, the nice story there is that CRX is also supporting VRA by section. So um, Last Thursday, we seeded a corn uh, maze, a corn labyrinth down here Okay. So yep. uh, at the farm. And basically, uh, with a VRA map, we, uh, we made by some GIS software, uh, we were able to, uh, to turn on and off sections of, of the corn planter. And yeah, of course, we now have to wait because it's growing, but uh, that should be <laughs> a, a maze labyrinth. Um, connected yeah. to a Peterstadt uh, seeder. 
So yeah, awesome there is basically that uh, yeah we can work with all of these machines and make them even more intelligent with our own uh, CRX software. So uh, yeah, that's some awesome things. Yeah, it's well, nice. The ISO always makes it, it you have a personal interface, but you can plug into anything. And the nice thing that you bring up the widgets, we can interact with uh, with some of those ISO things, making it simpler for that operator. Like you said, the easy button for the guys like yep. me that need the need the help making it run so yeah yeah indeed 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 yeah and then the nice thing there is that basically all the iso functionality is there on the seven inch as well yep. but we utilize all the functionality not by a split screen but we can pull out the exact information the customer needs with the with these widgets and that yep. uh yeah makes it very user friendly i think and 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 even on a small screen very very usable uh Still uh, working on some improvement, like if you connect a certain machine that already the directly the uh, correct widgets will pop up in your screen, and uh, yeah, that's one uh, one of our focus to make it more even more user user friendly as it is already right now. Yeah, and then basically that all ties into as applied data uh, maps and so on, which we can uh, yep. export through our virtual thumb drive. So basically uh, where you, uh, uh, yeah, we, we don't use the uh, real USB drive anymore, but all is uploaded yep. to the cloud. Uh, yeah, we use a cloud server uh, for that. And uh, the nice thing there is that it's not connected to a portal whatsoever, but it comes directly in a directory on a, on a computer and, and of course shared on the other screens. Yeah, well, yeah but and what do we export there nowadays? Is everything available or how? Well, um, at, at least we can uh, we can move everything from screen to screen. That's all uh, done directly. You don't need a uh, uh, PC for that anymore. And um, uh, when you you can export the as applied data also to the Slingshot portal, if you like, so you can see what has been sprayed on certain fields. Yeah, and it's also possible, of course, with the VTD, where you have it, the raw files basically available to be uploaded in any data management software the customer wants to use. Yes, and even the the, the crop registration can be uploaded through VTD and uh, read by the program again. So that's uh, a very easy uh, system. Yeah, yeah, and and we see that customers like that because it's basically uh, yeah they can they can upload their data to whatever management software they use and be uh, be kind of free in that. Yeah. So uh, that is some nice stuff. And also, of course, the slingshot ability yep. to nowadays upload it to uh, to the CNH My Farm. Um, yep. That's, uh, yeah, that will get us to the next level there. Yep, sure. Well, the, the virtual thumb drive is an area that I think uh, I probably need to pop out. We need to do a, a podcast just to talk to our customers and explain through that process uh, we've talked about slingshot in the past and you guys did a nice job here but uh virtual thumb drive is one of those that we, we've documented it kind of marketed it out there a little bit but i think there's a lot of stuff that that one does that we probably haven't promoted well enough as a as a company the the capacity you know we promote slingshot because we know that's a that functions and it's a it's a great product it's interactive but the virtual thumb drive is pretty straightforward and very easy to operate for customers, I think, too. So, yep, yep. So, I've been taking care of in the back end, but that also shows again a slight difference there, Don. 
because basically uh, with with yep. Slingshot, everything worked perfectly with jobs. And uh, I think for customer applicators, they basically uh, go out there, they spray the field the fastest or the most yep. efficient they can, because that's all perfectly done in ROS. Um, but yep. yeah, here, it's important to share AB lines, which is something which yes. is not possible, and we can do now with VTD. So. Uh, yeah, and that's also the different approach. Eh? We're we're talking here about small uh, small fields, uh, where the efficiency yeah. and the and the specific crops we we yield here, uh, um, um, yeah, are uh, or we farm here are are yeah different than than you guys have down there, and that's yeah. uh, that that's where we try to to build the whole Zurich thing around it. Yep. Yeah. Well, and a a lot of farmers that are if we've listened to our last CRX that are into the that. If they've got multiple units, again, do you like you said, sharing the AB line, the data, the, a lot of farmers have the smaller fields. Uh, a lot of times we talk ag retailers with our raw software, yeah. um, the CRX, CR7, CR12, we're, we're talking farmers, uh, the guys that are have multiple fields and little fields and big fields, uh, both. Granted, I know that your fields are sometimes smaller, depending on what part of the, the world you guys are working in, but uh, there's some areas that are very similar so yeah oh, sure but also for the biggest fields we all also have the opportunity to use the outer turn option so um if you like to uh to to do do an automatic turn of your machine at the at the headlands it's also uh, uh possible to activate the outer turn on that one that's uh do we actually connect that now with the operation plan already or we are uh, still introducing that. So uh, first, 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 uh, some tests uh, will be done. I'm working on some tests in uh, full uh, field mode uh, on it right now. So in the near future, we also will have the opportunity to fully plan the the driving direction in the field and uh, do the turns ourselves. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and then fully pre-plan the field with all the outer turns. Yes, on the most efficient way. Okay, nice. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, we're getting <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, yeah, and I think uh, the nice thing we can do with the, with 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 it is basically um, over here we have a lot of different languages. You probably know. So at the moment, uh, CRX already covers at least 27 languages, as we we counted with the preparation of this uh, this short podcast. Um, so <laughs> yeah. um, next to that, every release we add some new languages, depending on where we have uh, grown the market in uh, in our uh, in our region. So I think uh, last time we added Turkey, for example, to it, and uh, yeah, we're uh, we we keep going. No, it's uh, like you said. It's uh, you guys cover a huge market, and it's uh, very impressive the the language list that uh, we go through there. So, and we're working also to try to get our manuals uh, translated to almost as many languages for you too. And those are online to make them easier to access and utilize. So, yes, yes, we have the new portal with all the manuals, the interactive manuals on there, which is awesome. Um, um next on the development list as well and that probably is also a bridge for you maurice you can probably pop in and, and tell a bit on on some roadmap stuff to get people more excited even uh, but i think yeah. we've got, we're going uh, to add some qr codes basically in the software to be linked to that uh, interactive um, uh, manual page 
and make it easy for customers to also uh, yeah learn about the features in the screen as they as they work on it yeah sure there's much more coming of course um for example you guys touched based on that already a bit on the auto term uh, but then integrated in the operation planning that's one of our bigger um, subjects or projects that we are working on today um, so that will that will give you the option to upfront fully plan your field uh, so then you you can plan your fields already with the tram lines and uh, headlands today but then that will also include all the uh, turnarounds on the headlands and you can uh, plan that upfront um, and exactly see how uh, the machine will go over the field um, another thing we are currently working on is uh, the grid module. We have introduced a limited release this spring season already on um, some of the features, um, but in the next version, we will, for example, add the ability to uh, create a plot field in the software. Uh, what we did with a limited release is a rectangle and triangle pattern. With the newer software, there will be an option to uh, fully plan your fields with plot uh, plot fields. Um, and for the yeah for a future version, which is not planned yet, we will also add the ability uh, to import certain grid patterns uh, to output those, have more diagnostics, and uh, also couple the grid module with the crop registration. So to make sure that you can uh, count the number of trees, for example, that you planted, and things like that. Uh, you, you, can, you can directly hear that he is the manager of engineering. So uh, so <laughs> pro, pro, probably po positive, eh? but, but probably to uh, the, the grid module, it's basically a module in CRH yes. where we actually put uh, put small X's and dots in uh, in uh, yeah in the operation plan. And with that, we can activate a machine, for example, uh, while driving to do a certain task. Uh, that's mainly used in orchards, for example, for hail net poles, where they uh, where they put hail net poles or uh, or the actual trees uh, can be planted by RTK GPS. So on centimeter precise, we can uh, we can actually plant the trees with with the GPS grid module. Uh, next to that, it's used on orchards, but also on uh, on uh, uh, yeah plot fields. So demo seeding uh, at, at a lot of seeding companies that is used, uh, where they have field specific um, plants where they basically wanna wanna plot plant only that specific variety in that specific thing, and we turn the machine on and off automatically there. So uh, yep. Yeah, good point. Um, yeah, then we uh, plan to work on the navigation line uh, recording. Uh, that means, for example, one of the use cases that we have is that you will see and record your uh, implement antenna. So the, to create actually a path where you exactly seed it. And then when you're going to cultivate in that same field, actually load that recorded line and go through the field with uh, based on that uh, recorded line and that's something we would like to uh, like to add in a future version and another item that we are currently working on is the the multi swath as we call it or actually cnh calls it like this um, that actually means that you can during your first operation, you can record different AB lines, for example, and bundle those AB lines. 
And when you're going to do the next uh, rounds in your field, the uh, software will automatically load the guidance line that you're closest by and heading to. So there will be an automatic detection of the, uh, the closest uh, AB line. Um, and yeah, that will give the customer the ability to uh, work more, much more efficient. Uh, it will switch automatically. You don't need to touch buttons. You can overrule it though, but there's no need to uh, uh, need to press any buttons. Um, so yeah, from a user experience, uh, that should increase increase uh, definitely with this new feature. AEF certification is also still something we are working on. Um, currently, uh, our RCM project is uh, AEF certified. Uh, the CRX field computer is not yet. Um, that's a matter of some hardware changes and software changes that we are planning to do, but that's definitely also uh, high on the list for us. Thanks, Maurice. I mean, I'm not interrupting there, but maybe you've got a few more things to talk about, but that's one of the things we said the the podcast is we know our customers want to hear from us want to know how we're what our engineering team's doing what we're developing they they everybody wants to have that little insider view and that's what you just uh, listen to here is that insider view of some of the new functions and features so no i greatly appreciate giving us that update uh, there and uh, i'll i'll be quiet again here and let you keep talking so <laughs> It was actually what I wanted uh, wanted to talk about, and uh, I do think that's a pretty good summary of what we are planning to do. Yep, in the, at least in the foreseeable future, we always have a longer list, of course. And uh, our customers are asking for uh, for a lot to do, and uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, even some uh, some features which are currently, of course, in there might already uh, be extended. For example, uh, crop registration, where you're able to. Uh, actually, where we registered a certain crop, you want to select that as a spray boundary, for example, and these kind of things might be very interesting. But um, yeah, for yep. now, uh, for now, uh, that's that's in our backlog, in our big engineering backlog. <laughs> if I need to go through all the subjects, then I think yeah. we can take another hour. So yeah, yeah. we came up with a lot. It's good to have ideas, so that's uh, it's perfect. Yeah, there's always a backlog of new ideas. Maurice, you have to deal with Tice on the sales side. The sales always has a big, big backlog they want, right? Yeah, exactly. And it needs to be done tomorrow or actually yesterday, <laughs> I have to say. So, yeah, yeah. I know how that yep. goes. Yeah. 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 But we did a tremendous job overall already, Maurice. So awesome, uh, awesome job with you and your team. Uh, I yep. think uh, the development uh, is very steep at the, the last days and uh, or the, the last weeks, even again. We almost forget. We almost forget to talk about it, eh? so that's why this right. is awesome. Though. Yeah, so. appreciate you guys joining here today and talking to us. And for everybody out there, if you can, today we get listeners from all over the world. Uh, we get a we get a little maps that show us where people are listening from. You know, from the podcast suppliers and stuff. But we get people all over the world listening. But most of the people are in North America. But hopefully, this helps the, them and uh, all those that uh, noticed. Uh, we appreciate these guys, uh, you know, using their not maybe their second or third language because uh, English, of course, is not their native language, and they're doing a great job of supporting us as a uh, as teams here and uh, talking to us. So us here uh, in the North America that maybe only speak English or the ones like me, uh, <laughs> but we greatly appreciate you guys 
doing that for us. So anything else uh, you guys have to wrap up or touch base on? There's probably way more uh, exciting stuff, but uh, I think let's keep oh, yeah. it from here. And uh, yeah, of course, uh, if there's any listener uh, who wants to get a demo or uh, we can forward them yes. also to, uh, to the Raven Europe YouTube channel. There's yep. some uh, tutorials and uh, some quick setups. So have a, look, have, uh, have a look down there what we can do with the software. And if there's anything uh, you want us to point out, then also, uh, also let us know. No, that sounds great. Tice to be uh, as the sales guy promising new features and to the customers here before Maurice says no. So we better probably better wrap it up for the day, right? Yep. Sounds yep. sounds good. Yep. yep. All right. Thanks All right. Thanks, guys. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs>